0: Hello everyone, and welcome to the fourth in the series of Upstream's Discovery Podcast. I'm your host, Prema Gurunathan, MD of Upstream. Uh, This podcast comes to you from that pink box right in White City Place, and we are grateful to Mitsui Fudusan and Stan Hope for granting us use of the studio as well as an engineer each time. Uh, For those who don't know about Upstream, we're a partnership between Imperial College London and Hammersmith & Fulham, aimed at turning the borough into a leading destination for the science, tech and creative industries, with a particular mission to transforming White City into an innovation district. Uh, This series is called Discovery because it aims to shine a light and allow you to hear from the innovative organisations based in Hammersmith & Fulham. Those are the sounds you might hear in a rainforest, but as we've seen recently, particularly in Brazil, they are under threat. How would you feel if every time you bought a coffee, you were helping to protect the rainforest? Well, that's something our guest today, Ollie Bolton, CEO of Elman, a Huggletree West-based startup, is seeking to do. Elman is a free app that rewards you for buying responsible brands and helps you understand and reduce your carbon emissions. Now, I wanted to speak to Ollie after reading on Elman's website that 52% of our personal carbon footprint comes from the goods and services we buy, and I think that gives you a sense of the challenge and the opportunity for change. So, welcome, Ollie.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: So, first up, uh, please can you tell us a bit more about Elman? uh, What does it do and what were your motivations in starting the business?
1: Sure. So, I think to kind of summarise the project, you know, in short, we help people reduce their negative impact. Mm -hmm. And we do that in three areas by uh, by three ways. One is buying better. So, we help people find low-impact, sustainable, ethical products and services. And then number two is act better. So we help people understand their footprint, and then give them specific advice on how they can lower their lower their footprint. And then the third area is then offsetting the rest. So connecting people with trusted preservation and uh, tree planting offsetting projects to help people, you know, offset their their, their emissions.
0: Uh, can you talk us through it a bit? So you get onto the app store, you buy the app, and where do you go from there?
1: Yeah, you download the app for free, and you then connect your card Mm -hmm. to the app and you can discover uh, local, um, ethical, sustainable brands and vendors on the app. Mm -hmm. And then if your card's connected to the app, automatically when you shop with these vendors, then you get the almond coin rewards. Mm -hmm. So kind of frictionlessly in the background, and then you can then spend those almond coins on um, either say rainforest preservation Mm -hmm. or or tree planting, and we, we plan to to have a menu of a whole, whole range of different offsetting projects that you can then sort of use those rewards on.
0: And who do you partner with to ensure that, you know, when you say that money is going towards, or the coins are going towards a particular project, how do you ensure that actually happens?
1: So we, we, we carefully vet the projects that we work with to make sure they have the right governance and due diligence and, and sort of systems in place to check that they're actually doing things that they say they're doing. And, you know, we're also looking to, um, you know, to use technology to, to help us verify yeah. So um we're we're planning to use various blockchain um components mm-hmm. yep. in the project. For example, with with the trees that we're planting, we will be linking them to these things called non fungible tokens, yep. which are like these unique tokens. Mm-hmm. So every real tree will be um connected to this digital representation of, of itself mm-hmm. through an NFT.
0: Um why is it called Elman?
1: To be to be completely honest, it was my wife's <laughs> suggestion. <laughs> And, uh, and it's also an interesting talking point, you know, because, you know, we're, we're, we're an app about sustainability and, you know, almonds, commercially grown almonds, you know, aren't that sustainable because they use a lot of water. water, water yeah. Right. So, you know, almond, almond trees in the wild are, are absolutely fine. And so it's, you know, it's a kind of a talking point and it's, you know, the, pro- the project does a lot. So we kind of wanted a name that was a bit more abstract as well.
0: What are the three simplest things a, co- a consumer can do to significantly reduce their carbon footprint?
1: I think I would say the number one is reduction in flying, um, you know, that it really is the biggest contributors to our mm-hmm. carbon, carbon footprints. Um, so that would be number one. I would say number two is energy, so switching to renewable energy, mm-hmm, and actually yeah. the, the great thing is now it's, it's often cheaper to use a renewable energy supplier, yeah. so it's a win-win. And then the third is, is reducing meat yeah. consumption, red meat consumption. Um, specifically ideally cutting it out altogether but you know even reducing a you know a meal a week can make a big difference.
0: The flying bit do you think we are we're going to end up being slightly weaned off our heavy dependency on flying overseas and you know for holidays and or pretty much everything really?
1: Yeah it's a really difficult one you know because because it's something that it's we all do. Mm -hmm. Um, I just think where where possible taking a train if it's possible instead or reducing unnecessary trips or holidaying at home i think we if we can all make an effort to kind of to just to make a difference and Mm -hmm. to do something but um you know my hope is that in the near future there's some amazing innovation in um, hydrogen and and electric powered planes there's some really a few interesting companies who, who, who are launching products now in the next year or two so i hope that we can transition quickly across to these types of transportation for flying yeah.
0: Can you give us a sense of how you ended up as an entrepreneur and were there any particular influences in your life or people you looked up to? I think
1: yeah it, I kind of I've always worked for myself mm-hmm. and the bulk of my career has been in the health drinks industry mm-hmm. through, So a company called Waterbomb which is still in existence which um, I recruited someone to run mm-hmm. so I could focus on almond and but yeah, I just kind of fell into it really. You know, when I was yeah, when I was at school, I would just kind of sit behind my desk and I had my homework, and then I had my own projects, kind of in parallel. And I always ended up kind of you know working on my own little schemes and little projects and things, and I always enjoyed that much more than my my studying. <laughs> so, so yeah, and that was a kind of thing that, that that continued. Uh, and actually at uni I had um, a, a few different businesses I was running and got to a stage where I actually left, I dropped out of uni to run one of my other businesses um, and then I, then I had the idea for, for my first health drink and met some angel investors that put, put the money in and I kind of never looked back really.
0: And any particular influences, or yeah, I mean, I was it just such a driving force that in some sense you never.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you know, there's 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 been a few different people over the year, mm-hmm. but you know, you know, d- definitely included in that is is you know Richard Branson is you know, one of the first books I read and d- definitely been an inspiration and uh, and actually it was it was great that we we had a new uh, drink that we launched a few years ago called watermelon, which is a watermelon okay. drink, and we entered Virgin Voom and we were. We were very lucky. We won one of the um, one of the prizes actually. Mm-hmm. So I got to got to meet him, and he's okay. and they've been a, a big support actually with with the, with the drinks business over the last few years. So, but yeah, I definitely would include him.
0: Would include him. Okay. <laughs> um, what's been the scariest moment for you as an entrepreneur? And have you ever thought, "No, I'm going to pack this up, and mm. you know, try paid employment for the first time ever in my mm. life"?
1: I think do you know what it's 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 very different being an entrepreneur when 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 it's just you and you don't have a family yeah. but I think having you know now I have a wife and two wonderful children that definitely that that makes it scarier mm. when you have you know people kind of depending on you and and it's not just about you taking risks mm. it's about you kind of risking your whole family you know which is kind of what I've done with this new project but you know it it's something I feel very passionate about and I also feel that you know, we, we we are, humanity is in a very challenging situation at the moment with the climate crisis. And so I really want to try and do my bit. And actually a big, you know, motivator for me is obviously my children and their future and trying to give them the same quality of life that I've been lucky to have to have had.
0: I noticed you're a mentor at the Prince's Trust. Um, could you tell us a little bit more about your experience there?
1: Yeah, so it's, uh, actually our last office was next to um, one of the academy academies, um, Westminster Academy. And... Um, they've got this really kind of amazing scheme where you can go mentor um, school kids. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a lot a lot of the time come from s- maybe more difficult backgrounds. And you can kind of work with them one-on-one and you can also work with them in groups and kind of just share some experiences and, you know, help them to kind of have a little sort of dip into the world of business and entrepreneurialism. And so, yeah, it's something that, that I've done a bit in the past. And, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's sort of nice to be kind of giving something back you know I've been given a lot of support over the years yeah. and so that's something that I'm keen to do.
0: We're now heading towards the end of 2019 last couple of months. Um, how has Elman developed in 2019 and what are your priorities for 2020?
1: So yeah we, we've it's been a busy year we've been been quietly building away um, and we're, we're launching in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Our, our product yeah so it's all very exciting and so yeah this this year getting getting the app out getting it up and running getting our brand partners online building up our user base is is, is our real focus um and then for next year it's continuing to build out our community we have a, a trial plan for america um, we're really focusing on those developed um, markets uh who are responsible for the bulk of co2 emissions So the wealthy is 10% and responsible 50%. So, yeah, the the USA is on our roadmap. Mm -hmm. Um, Trial next year. Um, We'll also be expanding into a few other European countries next year.
0: But in some sense, I think what has to happen is the the level of impact has also got to be matched with a desire or a similar appetite to actually curb their usage. So you've identified the US. Which other countries might be? Because, I mean, I I come from out in Asia, and I can tell you, you know, the... Usage is high. Appetite for change not quite so high.
1: Yeah. So it's it's the the real honest answer is you know we have a rough idea of where our our, our roadmap country mm-hmm. rollout will be, but but we want to keep an open mind. Mm-hmm. But you know again tar- targeting the wealthiest cities yeah. around the world is, is is our priority. But you know I completely agree with you. It's it's not like you, you know offsetting shouldn't be the kind of band aid. Mm-hmm. And, and we're very much about buying better and acting better and then, you know, we say offset the rest, you know, for those things that you can't reduce because we will always have a footprint. Yeah,
0: indeed, yeah. Finally, uh, the rapid fire fun round. Okay. No thinking, just answer. <laughs> it's only five questions. Um, Godfather or Star Wars?
1: Godfather.
0: Haribo's or hula hoops? Haribo's. Climb up a mountain or jump from a plane?
1: Climb up a mountain.
0: What's for dinner tonight?
1: I think coconut curry. I think is actually what we're having for dinner tonight.
0: Yeah, curry. Good. Coconut curry.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, (laughs) Would you rather cuddle a baby panda or a baby penguin?
1: A baby panda.
0: Baby panda. Baby panda still wins in the. uh, (laughs) Oh, baby panda's now got three. Um, and baby penguins zero penguins they're
1: a bit kind of they're less cuddly really aren't they they're probably a bit sort of wet and cold (laughs) i I think it's the wet and
0: cold thing we might have to find something else but that's currently panda uh, panda three penguin zero um so that's our, our fourth guest on the series uh Thank you very much, Ollie. and
1: Thank you for having uh, me.
0: So, Ollie, you said the app is launching in... La-
1: launching mid-November.
0: Mid-November, and where can people go to find out more?
1: Almond.org.
0: Almond.org. And good luck with the launch. Thank and you very we much. And forward to be hearing lots more from you and Almond and the great work you do. Thank you Thank very much.
1: Thank you for having me. Cheers. <laughs>